Hey guys, it's Trisha Carr. I have new exciting things going on with my Mystic Arts Academy. You can now subscribe to receive all of the live monthly content for about a third of the investment of a single class. Included are at least one downloadable guided meditation per month, two live events ranging from classes, channeled messages, group readings, intuitive development guidance, Q&A sessions, and tons of community. You'll also have access to a private Facebook community for fellowship and support, and this space is kept super sacred and high vibrational. Your subscription gives you access to the whole library of classes and live events, which are on a vast array of topics. All events are offered online by Zoom video call, and many are also offered live in person at my studio here in Los Angeles. Subscribing to the Mystic Arts Academy is also a way for you to support the Charmed Life podcast and engage on a deeper level. I'm offering the subscription at a super low rate of $22 a month. Joining now locks in this rate for as long as you're subscribed. Click on the description of this episode or go to my website, trishacarcharm.com, and click on Mystic Arts Academy. I look forward to connecting. Hey everyone, it's Trisha Carr. Welcome to this phase 19 of 29 Days of Lunar Phase and this mini episode of Charmed Life. Before I get started on the energy of this waning gibbous just after the full moon, let me just welcome anyone who might be new listeners or watchers of the YouTube program, YouTube channel, I should say. Um, this, So I'm the host of Charmed Life. Um, my name is Trisha Carr, and I do full episodes, one-hour episodes that are released or produced. Actually, they're, they're live-streamed every Sunday at 12 p.m. Pacific. And in those episodes, most of them are me interviewing a guest expert in some particular topic. And every now and again, I do a full episode on my own where I'm teaching or channeling or talking about something. And so welcome if this is your, if you're new to this. And I also do these mini episodes. And currently we are in smack dab in the middle, actually, just about of a series that I'm doing where every single day I have been charting the moon cycle. So this is 29 days of lunar phase. And my phone, Siri, every time I'm getting all spiritual, Siri wants to pop in and start talking. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep this live and fresh anyway, so I'm not going to edit it out. But I wanted to welcome anyone who is new. I was recently on a couple of podcasts, so perhaps there are new people here. And welcome. Thank you so much. So I hope you enjoyed this. You can listen to any of this, any of these episodes. If this is your, this is the 19th day of charting this lunar cycle, and we're here present together. So it's not like you had to be with us since the full, excuse me, since the new moon in order to be up to speed with what's going on. We're all here today together. And even if you are watching this on some other day, some other time of some other moon cycle, you will be gaining something from it because you'll have questions, you'll have resonances with it. Why do I know that? Because that's how energy works. You came here and you contributed your intention to this and that is being included in what we are experiencing here, what I may be speaking about and what others who are resonating with it are also experiencing. Sorry, the cat here. <laughs> and that's just how energy works. Time and space is not a, is, is, is subject meaning that it belongs to energy, not the other way around. We actually create time and space 
from the soul perspective. The soul, the energy of the multidimensional consciousness, creates time and space. Therefore, it is a property. It is a tool of the higher self, if you want to say that. It is a tool of the being. And so if you are reaching this audio or YouTube video, this podcast, however you're connecting with it, at whatever time, in whatever space, it is perfect timing. It is perfect synchronicity. Having said that, I will talk now about the waning gibbous. We just had a very powerful full moon. We had a very interesting overall lunar cycle because it it was it started pretty early with the, I mean pretty early on in the um, Mercury retrograde. We were in Mercury retrograde with this lunar cycle beginning. I have a sneeze now. We also had the 1111 portal that happened just a couple of days ago. Actually, it was right in the energy of the full moon. It was the day before the moon was 100% full, but definitely in the phase of the full moon energy. And we also had Halloween that was really proximate to this lunar cycle. It didn't start on Halloween, but it all kind of started all around this time. The changing of the season and just really amazing, powerful, ascension energy-oriented stuff, <laughs> y'all. Stuff, y'all. And now we are in the waning gibbous. So just past the full moon, the full moon being the harvest, the full moon being the demonstration and the, the outpicturing, the mattering of your manifestation. As the moon begins to descend from the full moon experience, we call it the waning gibbous. Gibbous means bulging. Gibbous is what the moon is called when it is more than 50% illuminated. So now, it, and it's waning. So waning means to be diminishing. And as at the beginning of the cycle, after the new moon, after the, excuse me, the uh, first quarter with the half moon, basically, then it is a waxing gibbous. So it is a bulging and expanding. And now it is bulging, but it is contracting. And so if we had just pulled in our harvest and just put it in the model of harvest of, of um, pulling in the crops, you know, the crops were ripe and now we are, we have brought them in. We have had our feasting and we are probably, and we're perhaps still in our feasting. And so what it is best to, the energy of this right now is best to align with the offering of the moon, which is gratitude, service as well, sharing and anything else that would be releasing because it would be a time to just begin to think about the new intentions, to be reviewing the manifestation and the process that we just went through, sifting and seeing what seeds were best and what, which ones we want to enhance and put in new soil. Just the very beginning, but we're still quite full and it is still the time to share. And I think the human tendency is to be judgmental of ourselves, judgmental of, of the world, you know what I mean? Judgmental of what's outside of us. And then we put pressure on ourselves because what we are manifesting isn't good enough or isn't, you know, it, it isn't maybe as abundant as, I don't know, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. <laughs> I just think of two super rich people, whatever, you know, whatever your icon of whatever kind of abundance it is, because it could be something that is activity or, or some other resource for you. And, or relationships. And so it, if we do find ourselves kind of in that urge of the human tendency to judge or to be disappointed in some way about the manifestation, now I'm not saying that you are, but if we are, and even if we aren't, this is the energy to enhance. How about that? 
is the energy of gratitude because you have manifested this bounty, this beauty, and you did it with the co-creation of a benevolent universe. And so being able to share as well, if we had pulled in this big harvest, we would want to share it with our family, with our neighbors. Service comes in there because we also are celebrating and we are we are um, offering, we're making offerings to one another. If we were having a big feast, then some of us would be tending to certain tasks and it would be a joy to be able to consume the abundance together and at the same time use the resources wisely. So wisdom, wisdom is a, a very high frequency to align with this at this time because just in that harvest time, have, having done the process of manifestation, we are at our wisest at this time. And so aligning with the frequencies that are available, that are being offered by the moon, by the ecosystem, by the universe, gratitude, sharing, service, and wisdom. This is, these are the energies, and you can do it in whatever situation you are in because you are here. And in the present moment, in the now, there isn't anything to truly want for. You are here and there is always a depth of all of these qualities, a way to be grateful, a way to share, a way to be of service, and a way to experience your wisdom because your wisdom is the infinite wisdom of the universe. I have a couple of stories for you to talk about a couple of those energies there. One is a friend of mine. I'm, I think he's told this actually on my program before, but just in case he hasn't, I'm not going to say his name. I know he wouldn't mind me telling the story. So I'm not talking about a client and I'm not telling anyone's secrets, but I'm just not going to identify him in case he wants to tell it afresh some other time. <laughs> anyway, so he was having a very, very challenging time, like at, at a kind of rock bottom, really, really struggling in, you know, the physical world. He had his health, but the physical world and, you know, financially and like emotionally and relationship wise, everything was just really, really difficult. And so he was having such a hard time that he just decided as a part of his spiritual practice, being of service is something that you focus on. And so in that time of hardship, he realized, well, what I have is my health. I have my strong back, and I'm so grateful for my health and my strong back. I have my will. I have my clarity if I choose it, and I have my ability to be of service. And so I'm going to give this gift to myself to be of service to someone. And he had a friend who was um, older, and she didn't have her health. She was ha she had some real problems with her body, and she needed to move something. Now she, I think she has decent resources, or she has a history of having, you know, being fairly wealthy or having being successful in some way or another. It's not that important, except for how the story ends. <laughs> and but she really needed help with doing some physical labor and just having someone support her that day. And so he aligned with that, and he went and he helped her with his strong back, with his ability to give himself the gift to serve another person because by serving someone else we are in the frequency of receiving as well because those two frequencies are not even though they're polar opposite they cannot exist without one another and so you experience both when you're of service you also experience uh, being abundant and so he did this work and at the end of the day they she was like well let's go over to my friend's house she has this lovely beautiful um, mansion kind of or something like that and it was like a summer day and she's invited us over for you know a dip in the pool and so he did go and and 
you know, meet this friend and dip in the pool. And they were there just less than a half an hour and discovered that this person, the person he had just met, who of whom of whom he was a guest in this pool, this beautiful pool, needed someone, needed to hire someone who did exactly what he did. And so by the end of the day, after a couple of hours, he had a check because he had, was having financial hardships at the time. He had a check for like, I don't know, let's just, I, I, I'm just going to give you a round number, but it was something as remarkable as $20,000 as a deposit for his services. And he was he was redeemed, you know what I mean? His, like he said, giving myself the gift of service to be able to serve someone else served him and it came back to him. So this is how powerful we are when we activate fully with our full intention, with our full action, with our full heart. This is the time of heart, this moon. Then it is, it, the frequencies that we align with just do manifest. And another story. This one I have told on Charmed Life before, I'm sure, or my YouTube channel at some point. And this is about <clears throat> me with a tree and an elf. I was in, I was about to go on a trip with my husband and I was meditating and I have a tree in my backyard. So I'm, yeah, I guess just set, set this up a little better. I have a tree in my backyard that is a key lime tree. It's so lovely. It's really, really beautiful. And it was actually around this time of year because around this time of year, that key lime tree, uh, citrus is actually more of a fall and winter fruit. And that's, so it's most, most robust and it's fruiting and it is just raining these beautiful, delicious key limes at this time of year and, and for several, several weeks until it gets very, very cold. I'm in Southern California, but when it gets much colder. And so this, this tree was raining down limes. And like I say, really beautiful fruit. They're so delicious. And so I was meditating. We were about to go on this trip. And I was meditating and basically asking for abundance and asking for help. But I was doing it in a way that was more activating the lack of it. You know what I mean? Not, not, necess not in the grateful way. I was kind of I don't want to say complaining, but I was judging myself and I was wanting to get out of the judgment. So I wasn't just whining or being a victim. I was like, I recognize this is where I am. And how do I align with, you know, abundance because I'm feeling stressed or whatever. And I had heard a guide, um, this guide that I think I had already connected with this guide before. And this guide is a nature spirit and nature elemental. These are real, like in the fairy realm. And this particular nature spirit or elemental being is in the fairy realm, like in that tier of nature spirits. And I would just kind of maybe describe him. The energy was very, it was like masculine. I would describe him as a wood elf or a tree elf, or you could say a tree fairy. But elf was really kind of the better word. I asked him about it and he's like, ah, whatever. Yeah, that's fine. That's close enough. <laughs> he actually had a, he kind of had short, short patience with me because they're so in this, this uh, tier of spirits, of, of beings, of helpers and guides of, uh, you know, just consciousnesses are so, they're so in the manifesting energy. So it's a very quick energy. It's a very fast energy. I mean, just think of what, you know, fairy tales, fairies are giggly and fun and playful. You know what I mean? Like they, they're not like these wise kind of owl like beings. They are, they're very fast paced and vibrant. And so, yeah, the nature spirits are like uh, in the second dimension 
and also mirroring in the fifth. And that's this is where things are collapsing. Waveforms are collapsing into particles and things are mattering. And so there's a very quick and uh, kind of expedited energy at this, at the threshold of manifestation. Okay, you got it? <laughs> and so this guide, this wood elf, the name I had given him was Franklin. You know, I asked him to give him Franklin. He's like, ah, sure, fine, whatever. <laughs> and I said, I'm kind of making him like he's fussy, but he's he's very benevolent. He's very he's very loving. They are very loving. They're so loving that they are kind of, um, I want to say, like encouraging us, really trying to motivate us to be the truth that we are, which is loving, which is manifestors, which is creators, because the ones who get unity a little bit better or the ones who are at least at this time getting unity or have purposes that are more about doing that kind of trailblazing blazing and leading and light working you might say just to speak it very generally I'm not saying some people are more special than others but they do these beings do want those types of people if you want to call us light workers to have the abundances to have the resources because then the distribution will start to become fairer you see what I mean? Rather than someone who is in separation consciousness and the distribution becomes constricted because when you're in separation consciousness, you hang on to the resources and you don't share. All right. So I'm meditating, about to go on this trip, trees raining down limes. Franklin clearly works with that tree. Franklin pops up in my meditation and, you know, in, in my clairvoyance and in my clairaudience and essentially says to me, how dare you? <laughs> kindly but how dare you ask for more abundance when there are limes on the ground and so he meant that literally but also metaphorically like you have this beautiful fruit that you are a steward over by it being in your property on your property no one else can reap these rewards no one else can take this harvest on their own because it's yours and you are in charge of it i mean obviously the uh, wild nature can but there this has been put into the hands of humans and it, and it is either needed to be harvested and distributed or harvested and and appreciated and celebrated and consumed so that it's it's life force energy has proper purpose and so um i i i, I got both levels of it i got the level of get up Get, pick up those limes off the ground, shake that tree so that it, the other loose limes fall and you can harvest those and share them. Yeah, I know you're about to go on a trip. This is me talking to myself now. I know you're about to go on a trip. You have seven minutes to, to go on a trip before you go on the trip to pick up these limes. And this is the lesson. If you do it with deep consciousness, this is what you are learning right now. So I've said a couple of times in this lunar phase cycle that whatever the universe is giving you or not giving you is your manifestation because we, we withhold things from ourselves so that, when, so that we can appropriately create them according with our alignment. You see, not manifesting something is grace. It is the opportunity for us to refine our frequency. Do you, you get that? I'm going to say it again. They're telling me it bears repeating. Not manifesting something is your manifestation. It is the grace that allows you to hone your frequency so that you can manifest or create something that is properly, more authentically, more beautifully and perfectly aligned with you and your soul essence. 
I mean, we all can think about a relationship that we manifested that didn't work out so well, or maybe some job or something, you know, something uncomfortable. We manifested it, and then we had to unmanifest it or learn some really hard lessons because the dynamics of it. Whereas if we had had it, we had had some some relief from that, and we had not manifested it then we would have still learned the same lessons, but we might have done it in grace and peace instead. So the places where we aren't manifesting something is your harvest as well. Those are the metaphorical limes on the ground too. And it means to go into what you have now and reap the rewards that you have, celebrate and consume the abundance that you have because there are limes on the ground for all of us. They're just, they're just are, I, I, I believe. I, I'm, I'm pretty certain in some respect that could be in, you know, resources that have to do with money or opportunities or relationships, support that others give us or that we could give others. So again, back to the sharing and the wisdom. And so I took, I heeded Franklin's lesson. I was picking up the limes off the ground and my husband, my sweet husband, Brian, comes out and he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, I got to pick the limes up off the ground. Franklin told me. I told him the short story real quickly and he's like, okay, I think I get that. So I'm going to help you. Like <laughs> I told him really quickly and he was like, yeah, limes on the ground. And it's become it's something, it was over a year ago. It's become something that we say now there are limes on the ground. There are limes on the ground. Not only that, but the metaphor what about you know the thing that I was asking for more abundance around I already had abundance that I wasn't tapping into and properly utilizing celebrating consuming expanding from that place so you have limes on the ground the places that you the things that you have manifested and even where you haven't manifested there is a beauty and there is grace there and there is a way to align with it in peace and wisdom be grateful be at peace be in the energy of service and sharing and be your wisest self because your wisdom is the wisdom of the universe. We already have by the uh, transient property of energy is just one energy. We already have everything that we need. Everything that we desire and we need we are connected to because there is only one energy. And with that, I will say thank you so much. For making it to this waning phase. Now I'll tell you also with the waning phase, we are getting quieter. We are getting graver, meaning like we are getting that kind of wise feeling. And it, it is a time to start being a little more on the introspection side, but also the planning. It's a kind of dual experience. We'll really start to hit the planning a little bit, um, in, in, you know, toward the end of the waning, uh, toward the end of the gibbous phase and right around the third quarter when we're at the half moon again. And I will say thank you. Again, I think I already said it. I am so grateful for you. And any wisdom that I experience by doing this, that is because of you. Thank you for contributing your wisdom, your light. And thanks for tuning in. I love you, whoever you are. Hey everyone, it's Trisha Carr. I'm really excited because it is the time of the year for me to offer my Animal Communication Comprehensive Program live online. 
Whether you are interested in the profession or if you would like to connect more deeply with your own animal family members, having an understanding of this form of telepathy will enhance your life and all of your other intuitive gifts. About once per year, I offer this program live, and that time is now. It is starting in December of 2019, and this particular live program has some bonus time added in. So the way this program works is it is delivered live online, and we also have a private study group of a beautiful community of like-hearted animal and nature lovers. Go ahead and check it out. The link is in the description, and I hope to see you there. Thank you so much for your love of animals, for your love of our planet, and for shining your light on our beautiful world.